This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Did anybody sleep last night? <sighs> yeah. I slept well, but not long enough. Stace? Um, eh, not super well. I gotta, I gotta get up and... After tonight, I have to go and clean my old apartment... Oh, great. Yeah. To get the deposit back? To get my, hopefully get my deposit back because, you know, I need the money. Mm. As we all know, <laughs> Chris. Yeah, those eBay Chris. items are not selling. Just nobody's interested in them. Did you right? actually put them up? Yeah. Did you actually, on Cora's life, on your daughter's life? He did not put oh them up. Oh, my God. It's been busy. I bet it has. It's a lot of diapers to change, a lot of child ghosts to get exercise out of your, uh, your house. That's true. Not untrue. But we will come back to that later because we're all just like, what the hell happened in our apartments? Make sure you clean underneath your fridge because my first apartment, the landlord lady was super <laughs> The <adamant> landlord lady. <laughs> that she was going to catch me on that. She pulled back the fridge. It was spotless and she did a little, oh. Like, mm. So make sure you clean underneath the fridge. Okay, so that's what I need to know. I need to know what I need to clean. My landlord... Man, um, man, my landlord, man, landlord person, <laughs> land person, La- land person <laughs> is actually a great landlord. He's like the best landlord I have ever had. And I'm honestly super, super bummed out. So are He's you worried my... that you're going to disappoint him by not cleaning it well? <laughs> Daddy issues, <laughs> you know that. Well, so I need to know what I need. to. I know I need to move the stove because there's like a little sliver you also need to clean the stove, which is, I think, one of the worst things to do when cleaning an apartment. Ew. You, do uh, duh, to, of course you do. Like, do I have to scrub? Yeah. That's uh, the grossest. That's a place where you made all your food for the past X amount of years that you've lived in that place. Well, only for the last bit when AZ was living there. I didn't cook myself. Don't forget to dust the mini blinds. Oh, my God. You need to wipe the fly poo off of your fire detectors. You need to make sure the blue color in your toilet from those colorful, smelly toilet things are gone. Oh, yeah. Um, there was a leak once, and I used the blue in the, the back part of the toilet, and there's just blue stains all over my white <laughs> yeah, tile. Yeah, clean that. <laughs> Do I have to clean that? Yeah. There's, I have a clawfoot tub, and it's just white, and there's some stains on there. You got to clean that. Or you could do what I do. Just leave it. Jordan Silver and Friends. Six to nine on 96.5 The Buzz. Hits from the ball. Feel high from that song. <laughs> oh, Christopher Minders. Especially th- that you said that, especially when we are about to do a shout out. Yeah, it's my father's birthday today. Aww. What's his first name? Because I know he's got the most dad first name. Randy. Randy. <laughs> Randy. Randy. 59 today, born in 1961. How does that make you feel that your father's 59? It makes me feel really old that he's going to be 60 next year. So it's kind of, I'm kind of facing my own midlife crisis here. By your father's age? Yeah. Or the fact that you are, how much younger are you? I'm 
will be 34 this year. Okay. So that's too much math for all of mm-hmm. us in the morning. Um, well, happy birthday. Yes. Happy birthday, Randy, living in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, working at Vernity Honda. Okay. I don't know if you could say all of that. <laughs> Do you want to give his address to Yeah, social number? security number? Yeah, if you want me to. What'd you get him? Oh, my God, no. Well, you know how I said February I don't give gifts? Yes, but I thought that was a joke. Ugh. It's your father's <laughs> no. birthday. Well, I realize that, but I have not bought him anything yet. I would like to take this time to tell the entire Kansas City metro how wonderful of a father he is, and that can be my gift. God, you're so cheap. Did you get that from him? No. Oh, damn. Hmm. Chris. Well, he, he grew up... In the lower income, so he uh, able to uh, to teach me how to appreciate the dollar and that you don't really need gifts to show your love for others. I'm sure that's what he thinks now, that you're an adult with an adult job. <laughs> you may have a baby. You could make him something. I always loved when people would make me a macaroni necklace for my birthday, my like, friends. Like now? Yeah. Still? Yeah. I've got so many of them at my house. You don't have to buy me anything. That's what a macaroni necklace is. You want me to make you a macaroni necklace? No, for you get birthday. real nice gifts, so um, <laughs> you just you stay exactly where you were. I for can... the people that aren't that good at gift giving, this macaroni necklace is fine. I can, I can give her a macaroni necklace. That's it. That's what with I'm my face on them. Ooh. Well, all right. So it's your dad's birthday. Mm-hmm. You love him. I do. He's a good guy. He's a stand-up guy. He what? He's the man who put the work ethic in me because he's the hardest working man I know. Well, then we all appreciate that because that is. Very rare is your mm-hmm. work ethic, and that's a good reason why I love having you around. Um, 59. Stace. How do you, do you remember 59? Music. World. Local. And unofficial holidays. We're digging deep into history. Because we're all a bunch of nerds. And bringing you on This Day in History with Jordan Silver and Friends. I was raised and confirmed Catholic, but a Presbyterian church in Kansas City, Kansas, making a stink about something that, if it's that important to them, I may switch religions. Coming up 100 years ago, front page of the Kansas City, Kansan for February 20th, 1920. But first, Chris, tell us what's going on on this day in history what happened in 2016? Well, a four-inch lock of John Lennon's hair sells for $35,000 at auction. Is that going too far? Oh, no. Oh, really? Um, I want his toenail. Can we get our hands on that? Chris? <laughs> on this day in music history, 2009, the White Stripes, on the final episode of The Late Night with Conan O'Brien, performed there song when we were trying to decide which musical guest to feature on our last show after so many years there was one band that was always at the top of my list i wasn't sure this could happen please welcome the white stripes such a good performance okay mm, so Accidentally, I played that version once because it was in our system, and people <laughs> were like, "My cat and dog are making noises. Can you stop? It's so bad." 
That's how I feel about the acoustic versions of the Yeah, Yeah, Yeah song that used to play a lot. Murder <laughs> me. On this day in music history in 2003, a fire breaks out at a great white concert in Rhode Island, killing a hundred people, including the band's guitarist, Ty Longley. You guys remember this? Yes. You've seen the video. I watched the video last night trying to find some audio, but yeah. out of respect, I couldn't. It was it was atrocious. It started because of pyrotechnics, and they ignited the flammable acoustic foam in the venue building. And within one minute, there was a blaze. The whole thing was engulfed in five and a half minutes. That's why 100 people couldn't get out. It's oh. awful. On this day in music history, 1974, Cher files for divorce from Sonny. And here's Sonny and a reporter asking him if possibly they might get back together. Is there a possibility of a personal reconciliation? No, I don't think so. Um, you know, how, how can they answer questions like that? You just, life is so crazy. He right. Aww. He right. How am I supposed to answer? Yes. Yes, we just filed for divorce, <laughs> but yes, we are going to get back together. In 1971, on this date, the United States Emergency Broadcast System is accidentally activated in an, an erroneous national alert. Here's them after they found out the error. Well, we're sorry for that error on that uh, on the part of somebody, but this is a... Uh... This was to be an emergency uh, action notification, but there's been an error, so disregard that emergency action notification. Disregard that last announcement. Happened at 9.33 a.m., and just like he said, it was supposed to be the regular EAS test that we're all used to hearing. Like, the, this is the test of the emergency brought. <clears throat> well, the guy who was in charge of that had three tapes in front of him, and instead of putting in the test one... He puts one that's the actual emergency with a message that says, uh, cease regular programming immediately because of a special word from the government. Okay? Bunch of mistakes with turning it off and sending it right. So for 40 minutes, there was 40 minutes between when that EAS test went off with no other information, and then it actually got shut off and that, that guy made that <laughs> 40 minutes of sitting there going like, the government has something to say. This is before the internet, of course. This is what, 1971. So you can't just go on Twitter and be like, they're playing. Oh, my God. It was literally them waiting for 40 minutes. They said on the radio, like, we don't have anything, but we're watching the ticker tape. And as soon as we get something, but <laughs> because there was oh, that, man. that guy got fired. They said they even confirmed with them because there's a special code you have to send to yep. make sure it's real. Yeah. And it passed everything. Yep. They got rid of that special code, by the way. <sighs> On this day in music history, 1967, Kurt Cobain is born in Aberdeen, Washington. Great surfing there, if you can believe it. I've heard that. You do have to wear your entire wetsuit plus the hood plus the booties. Why? You go surfing because it's so cold up there. Why would you surf where it's cold? Because it was it's really good surfing. There's got to be someplace good surfing where it's warm, no? Well, most of us don't have the $8 million to go to Hawaii every weekend, Chris. Some of us lived in Seattle, had to go all the way over there, put on a rent of $40 wetsuit. It's just the booties. This, this shit's weird. That's your priorities. Wow. In oh 1962, on this day, John Glenn becomes the first American to orbit Earth. And they ha when he went over Australia, they had all the Australians flick their lights on and off. 
He could see the lights flicker in Australia. That's amazing. <sighs> that wow! Thank you for that extra information. I didn't know about that. I was, mm-hmm. I was just thinking about um, Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> the blooming onion. The blooming onion at Outback Steakhouse. Put another shrimp on the barbie. <laughs> Flick on your lights. Lights. Anyway, sorry. On this day in music, 1959, Jimi Hendrix plays his first gig at the Temple de Hirsch Synagogue in the basement. Of Seattle. He is fired from the band after after he is playing too wildly. Yep. I Googled this. My last apartment in Seattle was one block from there. Oh, my God. And I was one apartment building away from Ben Gibbard, too, with where he lived. Neat. I know. That, this, name drop. All right. Keep <laughs> going. On. on this day in 1943, the All-American Girls Softball League is founded. <clears throat> Are you crying? No. Are you crying? I'm not crying. There's no crying. There's no crying in baseball. Roger Hornsby was my manager, and he called me a walking pile of pig S, and that was when my parents drove all the way down from Michigan to see me play the game. But did I cry? No. And you you know why? Because there's no crying in baseball. How do you do that? There's no crying. That's one of these. What's going on here, Jimmy? She's crying, sir. Good rule of thumb. You just eat one of them. There it is. There we go. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> All right. The, the rest of the stay on history. Go ahead. That on was this, from a league of their own. I'm okay now. We know. On this day Uh-oh. in 1921, the motion picture Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse was released. I have that audio here. It opens up with a scene of a woman folding her towels. Her daughter comes around into the room and starts helping her fold the towels. Up on the screen, it says, introducing for the new movies of the centuries. And that's when they fade to another scene, when the father comes in, and he comes around in the car, and then he... Chris. What? Did we not just turn her off? Do we need to turn you off? Yeah. I'm just giving you a visual representation of the movie. Oh, because it's... We're good. Because it's silent? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, have you ever heard of the sequel, Egg... Or the four... Por- <laughs> Hold on. The no, four... No, no, the no. four... Por- <laughs> porkmen of the Eggs <laughs> I turned her off. All right. Uh, keep going. I finally got it, though. No, you didn't. Day in 1872, the hydraulic electric elevator is patented by Cyrus Baldwin. Before that, the tallest building was 10 stories in the U.S., because that's all people wanted to do on foot. <laughs> After that, boom, sky is the limit. On this day in 1809, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled the power of the federal government was greater than that of the individual state. Mm. <laughs> okay. I can see how you feel about this. And ever since then. On this day in 1792, the Postal Service Act... Establishing the United States Post Office is signed by George Washington. Good job, George. Thank you for that. Thank you for your birthday. Thank you for all that you did for America. Thank you for that day off on Monday. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Thank, thank you for allowing me to buy stuff online and have it delivered. Thank, thank you for your contribution to the radio show, Stacy Moody. You're so welcome. Okay, so 100 years ago, front page of the Kansas City, Kansas February 20th, 1920. Church protests garage. Remember we had a problem with the garage a couple weeks ago? 
100 years ago, a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. because it was going to be loud on this really quiet street. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, now yeah. a church is pissed at a garage. That's why I'm like, yes, these are my people. <laughs> a petition headed by Reverend Douglas Buchanan and signed by 50 members of the First Presbyterian Church in Kansas City, Kansas, was turned into commissioners this morning. They are protesting a, quote, business garage permit that was applied for from a lot across from the church. They say that, quote, such a building, that is one word in the newspaper, such a building would greatly hamper the services at the church. So, yeah, one more time. I'll do it again for you, Chris, uh, like I did last year, last time. Everybody, please sit. We'd like to talk about the word of the... Are they fixing cars on Sunday morning? Probably. I feel like 100 years ago, everybody was at church on Sunday morning, for the most part. Maybe there's more than one church... And didn't they just get rid of their horseless carriages? There can't be that much of a demand. I don't understand why people want to build, why they want to make these loud buildings. Such a building. Thanks. <laughs> Unofficial holidays, please. It is handcuff day. Uh, um. So. Okay. Uh, celebrate as you will? Yes. Okay. <laughs> it is also... Introduce a girl to engineering day. I'll take that. Yeah. yeah. Get into the STEM fields, or it's also good if you want to be a plumber or HVAC or any some of those trades that pay awfully well. Yes, they, they do. do. And they need more ladies. That's right. Always need more ladies. Always. It's also Fat Thursday. Mm-hmm. If there was ever an excuse to load up on sweet treats and take indulgent eating to the next level, today is just the day for that. Why are you looking at me like because neither of us can eat anything good. Oh, yeah. I keep forgetting about that. Ugh, way to rub it in, Chris. You never know when that info will come in handy. Like maybe for your pub quiz night. That was On This Day in History with Jordan Silver and Friends on the bus. They should change Murphy's Law to Jordan's Law. Oh, no. <sighs> now what? Dude. As you guys know, I am on a new health journey. That's how I'll separate it from what Stacey Moody is doing. But Stacey Moody and I are basically doing the same thing. And so, you know, I'm detoxing from all the bad food that I ate. So I'm feeling a little weird about that. But, man, all bad things come in threes. Oh, no. There's two more? Yeah, there's two more. No, it can't be just one thing that I'm dealing with. Like, I'm detoxing from this awful food and getting ready to live a a healthy lifestyle. It's also got to be ant flow time. Oh. Awful. And I pulled something in my back, and it hurts so bad. It hurts to lay down. It hurts to get up. So you can't even relax. No, I can't relax. I can't eat anything. Um, I have a question, Jordan. Hmm. How did you hurt your back? Cleaning. Cleaning. Yeah. You hurt? Yes. Oh, I forgot. You are 75. Okay. Right. <sighs> I bent down to move something, and then I turned. I pivoted when I was... <laughs> I feel 900 years old, you guys. I was... <laughs> I, was, I can't even cuddle Blanche because oh, it hurts too much to lay on one side. And the cramps are not helping your back. No, either. I know. Ugh. Why does everything have to happen in threes? Why does every, everything have to happen to me? Why can't I? <laughs> are you making fun of me? Yeah. Jerk. Jordan Silver and Friends News on 96.5 The Buzz. Besides the fact that it's your father's birthday and you didn't buy him anything, Chris, what else is going on in the news today? Well, the 1975's Matt Healy reveals that he played bass on stage with Green Day 
almost two decades ago. Not to make you feel any older,、mm. he said he was 13. He did, they did that thing where kids get up on stage and was in front, and he got up and played bass with them. He recalled the incident to the band. I think it would be a cool thing since we're both you know, famous bands、yeah. now. They were not interested. Oh. He said, I told them the whole story, and they weren't remotely interested at all. So, yeah. Thanks. All right. Green, remember they had that contest you were telling us about where they, they're going to play in like your garage、mm-hmm. or your field, Green Day? And we were debating if it was something that they sounded really excited about because Billy Joe Armstrong did not sound excited when he talked about it or if it was a promo from like the record label. It sounds like he has the same exact enthusiasm. I mean, Green Day's been around for 800 years.、Mm-hmm. So you were there at their first tour? Why are the old jokes today, guys? Uh, Move on. What else is going city on? City employees in Roland Park will soon have six weeks of paid parental leave. The Roland, city Park, Roland Park City Council voted una- unanimously f- for the policy allowing birth, adoptive, and foster parents to take six weeks of paid leave. Former council member Erin Thompson made this a priority in her 2020 budget, and it's a way to provide a better work life balance for our city staff. Either that or they could get let go. Downer. Um, that's what happened. But, you got to spend so much time with little Cora. Oh, oh yeah. You let an upside to that.、Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow.、Uh, whoa. Sorry. Quickly moving on. It won't surprise many drivers to learn that seven out of ten Kansas City roads are rated in poor or failing conditions. Mm hmm. No. An asset management specialist came in and decided how much we need to fix all the roads.、Mm-hmm. Good. $765 million to improve the streets to at least good condition. Put it on my tab. Last year, we spent $4 million.、Uh, put it on my tab. Put it on the tab. Just this, put it on the tab. This year, we're spending $17 million, so we've got like $750 million to go. Honestly, I am surprised it's not in the trillions. Let's just put it on a credit card. Let's just do it. Let's deal with it later, like everybody does with big purchases. Reluctantly crouched at the starting line. Jordan Silver on the bus. It's not fair when one, two, three days into moving into a new place, you're like, this sucks. Yeah. Why is it? Like, is it so hard to have an apartment ready? That is what we're talking about right now because, Stace, your apartment was supposed to be ready when you moved in. You had a date, you picked it with them, right? Oh, they knew. They One kn- day. Right. And it was a while since you picked that day. Like, they had enough time to fix and clean the place, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So, Stace moves in this weekend. So, I move in. Well, when we, we saw the apartment and we were looking to lease, we pointed out some things that were wrong and broken and dirty and things like that from the last tenant, I assumed. And they said, No problem. All of these things will be fixed. It will be ready and perfect when you move in. Okay. Fast forward to last Friday. All of those things were still wrong. All of those things were still dirty. And when we did the walkthrough, I kid you not, there was a sheet and you were supposed to mark down all the things that. Yeah, of know, course. A, a, move in, a move in inspection. Right. Yeah. Filled the page. The, Filled the, the apartment、it. was supposed to be ready when you moved in.、Uh-huh. They had enough time to get it ready. They didn't. And now, what are you going to do? So, we're finding more things that are wrong, aside from what <laughs> we already knew. It sounds like this kind of place. I mean, to be fair, it is in KCK. It、um, is. It's in but- Westwood. 
thank you. But also, I hate when this happens because it happens. And it's a nice building. It's not in a crappy part of town. You moved. Shut up. You moved in and it was supposed to be clean. The first thing you did after you moved your stuff in was clean. Isn't there a cleaning fee either out of what the last person had for their security deposit or something that you pay in advance. Right. Because, listen, suing crummy landlords is my favorite thing. <laughs> I've done it twice. One settled out of court. The other one I want. So let me tell you, if I know anything about landlord-tenant laws, which do change by the state, it just doesn't matter because I already sent you the 14-page <laughs> laws. Yes, you did. Landlord-tenant laws of Kansas. Let's go. So here's the thing, though. All right. Yes, all of these things are broken and dirty and horrible. But every time I call and complain, they send someone out. We've been there, well, six days now. I have had the maintenance guy out there twice. Um, The refrigerator yesterday totally died. (laughs) Totally died, and they sent me two guys who don't know much about refrigerators. Of course, that's that's who gets hired as maintenance people. <laughs> but in places like that, here, here's my. But that's the thing; it's not a ta- it's not a gross it building. It's a nice building, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Every time I complain, and every time I send in a maintenance request, they do get it fixed. So you should I have to? I'm sorry. Remember Judge Judy? She's coming out oh, right now, no. Judge Jordan. You shouldn't have to. I, this stuff shouldn't be broken. These things should be tested during your move-in inspection. For crying out loud, who was there with you? Like a dog? Like was there somebody that represented the apartment complex it was, during the walk-in? It was the leasing manager. Is it a dog? Uh, no, I I don't think so. Okay. She looked pretty human-like, but. At least they're on it, you know. You should be able to get out of your lease if you want to. I don't want to move again. <laughs> you, but do you want to live in a place where everything is falling apart, your fridge doesn't work, and your the maintenance guy walks into your apartment and he says, literally, this is above my pay grade? I mean, no, but I also really don't want to move again. See, see. We're dusting off hits from the past Billboard alt charts. <laughs> this is Forgotten on Jordan Silver and Friends. Okay, and we all know how this works. It is Forgotten Bangers and Buzz Family just finished voting for their favorites of the three songs that we played just a couple seconds ago. Now, Chris was the winner from last week. See if he holds the crown. But first, I would like to let you know what we played again and remind you real quick. Stacey Moody kicked it off with Gogo Bordello, Start Wearing Purple. Oh, yeah! Followed that up with Elenium. Song came out last year called Good Things Fall Apart. And our current champion, Chris Minders, brought in Pretty Reckless Heaven Knows. Now, uh, I really didn't like the lady from last week, so we stopped using that calculating program. You fired her? I fired the lady that was so mean from Mm, last week. Was she mean or just honest? She was mean. And so here is 
the winners by the computer guy from the beginning. Thanks for having me back, Jordan. The text lady you talked to last week has a really bad attitude. Thank okay, you. here we go. The winner of Forgotten Bangers is... Stacy Moody's pick, Go Go Bordillo, start wearing purple. That is what the Buzz family picked as the winner for today. Stacey Moody, how do you feel? Give her the crown, Chris. Give it All to right, me. Here how, you go. How do you feel, Stacey? You've got the forgotten banger voted on by the Buzz fam. Um, I like to say finally, thank you for giving it back to me. Um, I appreciate everyone who voted for me. Uh, because it is a great song, and we all know that I deserve this crown, and I should own it always. So, thank you. <sighs> Gross. Vomit. <laughs> Jordan Silver and Friends News on 96.5 The Buzz. Christopher, tell us what's going on in the exciting world of news. Well, Post Malone's Circle has scored its historic 10-week, 10th week at number one on the Pop songs charts. Yeah, that song is everywhere. We play it here. They play it on pop stations. It is everywhere. The song is the first by a solo male with no accompanying act to have logged as many weeks on the number one for the pop songs. I love when they do things like that and they have to base it off of gender. You know? It's like the longest that this female singer has been up. Like, I understand running. Our bodies are different. I understand that. But when it comes to songs, mm mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, the reason I'm talking about Post Malone, not because of that, but because he's releasing another song with Ozzy Osbourne, which is coming out tomorrow, okay. called It's a Raid. Got a little sample clip of that. What are you thinking? If that's popular, no wonder I'm always the last one with Forgotten Bangers. <laughs> Next. Oh, so that's coming out tomorrow? Yes, February 21st. A lot of angst in that. Mm-hmm. I couldn't feel two more angsty people than Ozzy Osbourne and Post Malone. Continue with the news, Chris. I'm interested to see what you two think about this. A proposal, House Bill 1563, would prohibit state lottery officials from announcing the winner of the lottery so you can remain anonymous. A couple in support of the new bill from Lee Summit won $1.2 million and people were on the internet calling her husband and constantly mm-hmm. harassing them and wanted them to invest with them. So if you win the lottery, you can the state cannot publish your name and you can remain anonymous. That's great. Which state? Missouri. Awesome. Or you could wear a bag over your head when you get the check. People have done that. That's legal. Mm-hmm. And what else is going on in the news? <sighs> okay, so there's a story going around and I feel like it's a little misleading. I definitely don't want to talk bad about her at all because I totally respect it. But there's a server that's stating she only made $9 for 70 hours of work. Okay. But I'm conflicted because she didn't only make $9. She's neglecting to inform that she's made over $700 during that same time in tips. So she, is it, uh, is it blowing up on social media? Yes. It's okay. a, there's a server in Texas and it is Took a picture of her check. Yes. Said, I worked 70 hours and made this much money. But isn't it like $2, an $1? $2.13. Because servers live on tips, which is why you should tip well, everyone. Um, this is what this is why, mm, so I hate news stories like that. I know people were saying that this is why we need an hourly wage. 
But if you give servers an hourly wage, you're limiting what they can make. You're putting a ceiling on it. Right. Yeah, that's an, that's an old debate. It's a very old debate. So, of course, just like the news does, it's missing half of the information, mm-hmm. which makes people feel very passionate about it, because obviously that sucks. If you read that for just the face value, that sucks. Absolutely. But if you read just one little paragraph hidden after the click, kind of makes sense. Jordan Silver on the bus. Well, okay, I had something happen yesterday that I am, whoo, we have talked on this show about this gnarly pothole that showed up some point like Tuesday on 35 North in the fast lane right after you pass the state line road. So like the Carvana thing is to the right. It is huge. It rivals the Grand Canyon. It feels that way. And it's definitely exactly the same situation that happened to me in North Kansas City a couple weeks ago that cost me $1,700 in repairs for my car. So if I can't go out there and fix it, I'm going to make people aware of it. Mm -hmm. And again, we've complained about it on the show. I've reported it. Well, yesterday I was driving and I was like, you know, I wonder if that stupid thing is still there. So I uh, had my camera out. And I recorded it. Put that video on Instagram. Shut up, Chris. Put that video on Instagram. Tagged M-O-D-O-T-K-C. They were the first to reply. What? I didn't think I was even going to get anything from these people. But they were the first to reply. They immediately responded they were going to get it taken care of. They asked where it was, what exit it was at. And they're like, this is awful. Like, we will definitely take care of it. Look at you getting stuff done. I don't know if it's exactly repaired yet at this exact moment. I mean, the way that it sounded, it sounded like they were going to fix it right then and there. Mm -hmm. But that's crazy. And then they they DM'd me and everybody uh, in Kansas City was just like starting to tag... uh, (laughs) The Department of Transportation with all these other potholes. And they're like, okay, 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 okay. Oh, you've got a little influence in Kansas City. Uh, Do you, though? A. Okay. It's one thing for them to be like, oh, my God, this is so bad. I'm totally going to take care of it. Don't you worry. And then they completely ignore you. Well, we'll see about that because I have to drive that pretty soon. When we get home, when I go home, so I'll see if it's... Do you, do you think they fixed it already? Yeah, I think they did. I think maybe they did. I don't know. This I uploaded this at, like, noon yesterday, maybe a little bit later. That's enough time for them. To, the, the way that they were responding, what exit is it near? We'll get maintenance team to go get it fixed. Thanks, we'll get this taken care of. Um, saving one pothole at a time. So, yeah. I think with the size of that hot pothole and the possibly the influence that Jordan has and what they implied in their message, I think that could have been fixed within 24 hours. Yeah, so I'll have to go see. But, you know, just being an influencer and stuff over here. Kansas City that influencer. That is a hard word that you're throwing out. Influencer? Mm, yeah, listen. If I somehow posted on the internet, on Instagram, that there was a pothole and the Department of Transportation literally goes out and fixes it because they were aware of it because of my post. I think that's what an influencer is. They were aware of it because you tagged them in it and they have a social media person who is paid to watch that. Right. And respond. That person could have not said a word to anyone who can go fix it. So who cares? That's some pull here in Kansas City. And I don't understand why every time I apply for my Instagram verification badge, I get denied. Do you think this is enough to get you your blue check? 
I don't know. It's been 30 days. You can you can apply every 30 days. <laughs> it is the most, it's the saddest. It's the saddest sit on the toilet when I get the <laughs> notification. Is that like, what you do on the 30th of every month? Yes. <laughs> I'm sitting on the toilet and going, uh, Instagram doesn't think that you're important enough to be verified. You're not Can I ask you a few questions, Jordan? Yes. Are you authentic? Are you a real person? Yes. Right? As far as I know. Right? You seem to be, yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you unique? It's the only account that you have, mm-hmm. as far as Jordan Silver with an I. Yes, it's mine. Is it your complete, and is it a public profile with yes. a bio, yes. photos, yep. posts? Yep. Even links to my Twitter, which is verified. Thank you. Is your account notable and well-known? That's where the problem is, I think. Uh, first off, the Get Your Rear and Gear Twitter is verified, so <gasps> let's calm down. <laughs> Let's calm down a bit. Are you kidding me? Nebraska Furniture Mart is verified, and I am not verified on Instagram. I don't mean to pull this, like, little, you're seeing a dark side of me, but this is it. (laughs) This is the dark side of me. I know there's a million other problems in the world, but mine right now is that I'm not verified on Instagram. Would your life be complete if it were? Yes, it would be complete. Being verified on Instagram in the entertainment industry is, like, the Harvard degree. What will you give me if I'm able to get you verified? Anything. Ooh. Blanche. <gasps> oh my God, that is so sad that I would do that. Catch Jordan Silver and friends from 6 to 9 on the bus. Stacey, you played a game very similar to this, if not the exact thing, when you took over the show. <laughs> I did. Which I'm still reeling from. But I think it's a really good idea. And we have sold out tickets to Dashboard Confessional Sunday at the Truman. This is the perfect time to do it. Yeah, I think these are pretty uh, important tickets. I think the Buzz family really wants some of these. And it's sold out, so they can't get any anywhere else. That's right. So we are going to play real or fake emo bands. Yes. All you got to do is Stacey Moody's going to list off... A band, you tell us if they're real or if they're fake. you got to answer pretty damn fast, too, because I don't want you on your phone while you're doing this. Um, but we're going to be doing it live, and uh, we need some emo kids to give us a call. 576-7965. Be excited. Really excited for this. Hopefully, you can beat Stacey Moody with the real or fake emo bands. Jordan Silver and Friends on the bus. All right. So, Buzz Family had three minutes and eight seconds to go over the history of emo music and hopefully learn all the band names because we are playing a game called Real or Fake Emo Bands. Stacy has made up some, but found some that are obscure. And all we got to do is have our caller guess if she's right. Guess if it's real or not. Uh, three out of five. We've got Peter. Peter, hello. Are you there? I am. Hi. How are you doing? Not too bad. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Do you uh, do you have a favorite emo band? I do like Dashboard. Okay, we're going to play real or fake emo band uh, with Stacey Moody, and she's going to read you a name. Just tell us if it's real or fake. If you get three out of five, you're scoring these tickets. Stacey Moody, take it away. For the first one, Free Throw. Free Throw. Is that a real or fake emo band name? That sounds like a real one. You are correct. Yes. So one of one of five. All right. Stacy. Next one. Elvis DePresley. That sounds fake. <laughs> it is a real emo oh, band. Damn. Elvis DePresley. But you still have chances. Go ahead, Stacy. Number three. My dog just died. Is that a real or fake emo band name, Peter? Uh, I'm gonna say fake. You are correct. Oh. Nice. All right. So you got two. You got. One more, and you're going to Dashboard Confessional. Crispy Ambulance. 
twisty ambulance. Crispy, like crispy chicken. Yes. Is that a real or fake emo band name? Crispy ambulance. Uh, real? Yes, you're going to Dashboard Confessional, Peter. Hang on the line. Thank you so much for playing. Thank you. And we've got Tiffany over here as well. Hello, Tiffany. Are you there? Yes, I'm here. Hi. Thank you so much for calling in. Um, Where are you calling from right now? I am sitting in my work parking lot. Okay. (laughs) Are you going to be late for work? It's okay. It's going to be totally worth it. I, I hope look. you win. Yeah, I know for real. All right. Let's see how Stacy did with this. Uh, do you understand the rules? We just want you to tell us if it's a real or fake emo band. I do. Okay, cool. Stacy, walking, walking through sand. Oh, gosh. That's a terrible name. Right. Is it um, a real or I, fake name? Do you think that there's a band of people out there going by that name, Tiffany? Oh, my gosh. Um, yes, there's someone with that terrible idea. Tiffany, oh, even... Even that is such a bad idea that people haven't come up with it yet, but Stacey Moody came up with it. That is okay. You still got a couple chances to win. Stacey, hit her with the next real or fake emo band name. The Broken Penis Orchestra. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Tiffany, I am sorry. (laughs) All right. I hate to do this again, but that does not sound like a real band name. Oh, it is. It is. You know what? I like Tiffany, though. Let's keep going. Okay. Oh, Oh, my God. Jordan's favorite band, America's Meth Problem 2. Shut up, Stacey Moody. Is that a real band? America's what? Meth. M-E-T-H, Meth Problem 2. Is that a real band name, real emo band name, or a fake emo band name? Oh, fake. Tiffany! Tiffany, I'm so sorry. (laughs) Oh, I'm so depressed. No, don't be depressed. We'll have Chris talk to you on the other line, and uh, I think you'll be okay. Thank you for the call, Tiffany. (laughs) Thank you. All right, Stace, wow. Very impressive. Give me some of the other fake ones that you came up with. Um, Fecal feet (laughs) was one that I made up. Not quiet tantric satellite. Nerve of autumn. Which I thought was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Hands of aborted and forgotten of aspirations. Those are good. No, oh, really. and one that we didn't get to above um, on the first one. Unknown obituaries, I think, is my favorite. <laughs> I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm dead. Chris just came in here because I hung up. <laughs> Yeah, can we have can we have Peter and Tiffany call back because Jordan hung up on them? <laughs> There's so many buttons on this stupid board. We'll give them both tickets. But oh my! God. He comes running in here with a red marker to show me the one button that I was supposed to push that I did not push. Sorry, guys. Uh, it's live radio for you, right? Thanks for downloading the podcast and hanging out with us today. If you want to see what's going on when the show's not on air, follow Jordan Silver on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Jordan Silver. That's J-O-R-D-I-N Silver. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 